Havertz in a pocket of space. Edison came and didn't get there. Chance for Chelsea. Goal for Chelsea. Kai Havertz in the Champions League final. Edison couldn't get there. And Chelsea take the lead in Porto. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Reactionary Views podcast. It's your host, SB. I'm back. Today, I'm joined with Fumi. I'm joined by Karel, Faye, and KB. And we're here to discuss Chelsea's 3-2 defeat away to West Ham. And we're recording this literally on the day of the pod because a lot of us um, were, were quite annoyed. And it, it, was, it was a weird game, but we're going we're gonna to go straight into it. And we lost 3-2. Thiago Silva opened, opened the scoring. And then a mistake happened. And I'm going to ask Faye, I'm going to ask her thoughts about the results and what happened with the mistakes. I won't lie, I'm very, very upset that we lost today. Um, I don't think the manager got it wrong. I think that was a decent lineup. I feel like he's, his system and him and his, everything about him, he's, he's tricked us all because... We were screaming for Rudiger. We were screaming for Alonso. We were screaming for Mendy. We were screaming for Jorginho. We were screaming for all these players. And we're like, you know what? He has made them and put them on a world-class level. But today, and the Watford game, they have shown, and the United game, even a bit of them, they have shown us their true colours. They have shown us why, you know, we were eight for ninth under Lampard. They've shown us that. It's not that the, these players are oh, you know, we can get these players and then Tuchel will do something with them. No, because now when it comes, push, when push comes to shove, they're showing us that they're not good enough. We've seen Alonso on the, what was it, Conte, Sari, Lampard, now Tuchel, and he's still crap. Yes, he's won basically everything, but he's not good enough. Rudiger, he's shown us as well that he's falling back into old habits. Today, he was not good enough at all. Silva, I can give him props. I think he done well today. I think he was a bit shaky um, before his goal at times, but then he's, he recovered. I think he done well. Christensen, um, well done. I think he did a, a fantastic performance. I think he, um, he dealt with Antonio well. Rhys James, you know what I mean, he's proved me wrong. I think he, he did all right today. I think, although when Lukaku came on, his crosses were a bit, mm. Jorginho is Jorginho. Every single time he you praise him, he then does something poor. He's come and he's shown us that I don't think he's the guy. Yeah, <laughs> you want Ballon d'Or, thank you, but I do not think he's the guy anymore. Stop calling her Ballon d'Or. What is it? Ballon d'Or. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 My head is finished. I can't I can't fit you. <laughs> but either way, yeah he's shown us because it, it always seems to be him that's making the mistakes as we've seen crucial parts of this season last season it's him making the mistakes and when he makes the mistakes it kills us Mendy today is has made me sit back and vomit <laughs> I've never seen anything like this because if this was Kepa we'll be calling for Kepa to be dropped yeah, in this yeah. game and from, from this performance Mendy deserves to be dropped even from the United performance he deserves to be dropped he has not been good today. I mean, all three on, goals, no, all three goals, he can be blamed for them. That second goal that you're saying, oh, da, 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 he can be blamed for it. He can be blamed for it because 
the goal wasn't really Baron's goal wasn't really in the corner. He could have got there. He got down late, and then you saw the howler for the third goal. Lukaku has now he's now come on, and for forty five minutes, I just done my think. We wasted ninety eight million. That's all I've got to say right now. That's it. Money wasted. No, you made you made a lot of good points with with our <laughs> a lot of players do need to be called out for their performances, mainly Mendy. I feel like this performance that I've seen from Mendy is the worst performance I've ever seen from Mendy in a Chelsea shirt. But the mistakes that he made were not the first time he's made mistakes like that. He's made mistakes like that previously and he's not been caught out. And I think KB said something about that. So I'm going to let him go in and, and delve into why he thinks. Um, yeah, like, obviously, like, obviously, like, um, regards to this game today, I think the players weren't really on it like that, as usual. Um, I do agree with Faye. Um, the system has helped a lot of players. It's just that I'm not really going to focus on Alonso. I think Mendy pretty much lost us the game. Um, the second shot, I think I've seen people talk about how that they're not really trying to blame. I just know that if you're, if everyone, if you're, sorry, if you're the person that everyone thinks, oh, you're that top five goalkeepers, in my opinion, in my hope, you're making that safe personally. Um, but even before that, I think Thiago Silva, he had a good game, decent-ish game. But Antonio did cause him a few trouble. It wasn't his best game as well. Um, the way he cleared the ball personally, I think it was, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it was just kind of a, a sluggish clearance. And then obviously ball watching from um, Rudy and, and Alonso. Um, with Jorginho, <laughs> uh, so you see with Jorginho, yeah, it's, it's such a weird one because like, Fair enough, and it like he that pass was so stupid, but Mendy should have cleared it, man. He really, really should have cleared it. Like, I'm not trying to hear anything. He he took three touches. Unless you're Tishtegan or Man you know that can do a Croton, just clear it. Like, especially when you're under pressure as well, you're trying to shield the ball there. Like, even if you had to knock it for like a throwing, like it wouldn't have been an issue. Um, obviously, Kai Havertz, obviously, he went off, Lukaku came on, and then yeah, from there, I just knew like. It, it was just not it. It was just not it. Like our defense, he normally does their thing. It was just poor today. It was just poor. Yeah, I, I hear that totally. And I was just gonna ask for me about the game as well and, and what she felt about this terrible result. Um, yeah, I agree. I think it's all Mendy's fault, to be honest. I do think everybody was having like an off-ish game. But I also feel like you lot should keep Thiago Silva's name out of your dirty mouths. Stop bringing him up as if he's the reason that we lost this game. It's actually starting to piss me off. He literally scored our goal. and No one, no one is saying he's the reason. No one's he actually saying you, you tried to describe his clearance as sluggish. What does that even mean? What does that mean? Is like, the point is he cleared the ball. He, If not for yep. him, we would have lost for... One, yeah, we would have lost 4-1. Thiago Silva, because he cleared one of our goals and he scored one of our goals. So I don't know what why everyone's trying to force... He was involved. He was involved. He was involved when we conceded the second goal. Though. Yeah, but I would put I'd put it more towards Mendy, yeah, Rudiger, um, Alonso. Don't, don't you mind think that Antonio had um, Thiago Silva today on ropes today at times? I wouldn't say on ropes. I'd say that... I, I wouldn't, I'd say it wasn't Silver's strongest performance. I'd say that, but I wouldn't even, I wouldn't be bringing that up because there's so many other players in the pecking order that need to hold smoke. 
before Thiago Silva. I'd even say he's probably our top three best players today. So I'm not, I don't know. I just think Mendy, I don't, I'm not going to be reactionary and say he needs to be benched because the alternative is Kepa and I'm not trying to ever go back to having Kepa start Premier League games, I can't lie. Um, I just think that second goal, if he him missing that on a on a normal day, I'm not going to be mad. But in combination with the other things that he didn't save today, the penalty is very jarring. And also, I just know that if that was Kepa that didn't save that second one, everybody would be blaming him. Everyone would be calling him short, this, that. So I just think, like KB said, it's it's kind of one of them when if you see someone as a top five goalkeeper, like those are the things that distinguish you from everyone else. And it's like, I feel like I've spent the whole week saying that um, all of those people are racist for giving it to Donnarumma and not him. And then he's just gone and showed his ass. It's just jarring. Proper jarring that he's gone and done that. And it was at the worst time because this is um, the Christmas period. And I always said that December is a time where it will show us as fans if we're really about this type of challenge or if we were pretenders and to start the month with like a, with a loss to, to West Ham is, is, isn't is great but yeah I wanted to ask Carell about his uh, his thoughts on the game before I delve into delve into deeper things you know what yeah I've had time to reflect I've had time to shout I've had time to scream and I'm still not over it like I'm still fuming because at the end of the day what we did, what we displayed today was a lack of game control, especially away from home, where we're usually probably better than at home. And for me, our biggest strength was our biggest weakness today, and that was the defense. I mean, we conceded enough chances. People talk about the goals we conceded, but even like the Bowen chance where he slides in at the back post and puts it wide, like that's coming from just not being organized at the back. Not being, not winning your duels, your battles. I understand. Callum tried when he went left wing back to to stop Antonio, but bro, don't try and go body to body with a guy that's way stronger than you. Like, I, just know yourself. Just try and block off the cross. Just get back into shape. But we've spoken about the Jorginho and Mendy thing, and for me, the blame solely goes on Mendy on that one. Like short passes happen all the time, and players do get put under pressure. But when the, op- the option of kicking the ball out of play is there, whether it's for a corner or throwing, and you decide to take three, ch- three touches instead and give away a penalty, it's on you because the phase of play is gone. And that wouldn't have been the first time someone's been sold a short pass or someone's hit a pass too hard into them and it's difficult for them to deal with. But when it does come, it rarely ends in that kind of scenario for us. And yeah, I echo... Um, SD where he says that was, that was his worst performance but I can go back as far as Liverpool where in the second half his kicking was shocking and he was shaky on the ball and it's kind of been a theme this season a few people brought it up earlier this year and we kind of like swatted it away because we weren't being punished now we've been punished um, we, in, in essence we deserve to lose uh, Thiago Silva he wasn't bad but he was below his usual standard. And I feel like when he gave the ball away to Bowen um, with that pass, it set a tone for like this defensive instability in terms of like being unsure in the decision-making. And that's not to say he was the worst player on the pitch. I mean, like 
when we said there's way more people you can say um, committed worse crimes. But overall, I just felt like nobody... Like, we scored goals, but nobody grabbed the game, especially in the second half. Like, nobody wanted to push us over the line. And West Ham did. Bowen did. Antonio did. Four hours when he came on, did. And Mason Mount tried. He tried, but I mean, like, there's only so much he can, he yeah. can do when the team's playing the way they're playing. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. It's like, it's got to come from the midfield. Like, someone like Ruben, who had a good game, right? A good game. I, I won't even criticise him for his performance. But it's that essence of, like, you had a good game, but what did you do? Like, what was your standout moment in the game that said to me, like, this is a performance? And we've been lacking that from the midfield as of late in terms of, like, uh, well, since Kovacic went, where that transition from being, like, controlling the game to influencing play and making goals happen. And, yeah, we suffered today, to be honest. Yeah, we, we suffered badly. And West Ham were deserved winners because they... They took their chances, simple as, and Mason Mount was brilliant for us, I think, our best player. And the first half, um, we played some good football. I won't say that we was terrible in the first half because we played some good football and his, and his goal, Mason Mount, was brilliant. But a change happened at halftime. Kai Havertz went off and Romelu Lukaku, £97 million, came onto the football field. Wait, can I just ask, what actually happened to Havertz? Because everyone's saying he's injured and I didn't... He picked up an, a, a little small knock and he had an injury that he just came back from. So maybe he came back too quickly. I'm not sure. Um, Hopefully Tuchel comes out and says something. But we have a lot... It was a tackle with um, Zuma, in it? I think he landed awkwardly. Yeah, Tisha said, said he's in huge pain. So I don't know how bad it is. Yeah. Hopefully it's just impact pain and, and it goes down, but... He will be a big miss because, as I said, we took off Kai Havertz and we brought on our £97 million striker. <laughs> and, um, no, we're going to start with Faye. I'm going to let her go. Oh her opinion about Romelu Lukaku's 45 minutes because despite the fact he played 45 <laughs> minutes, the guy cost £97 million and it's an expectation that he has to score goals. There's no excuse. There's no movement, no running, no, none of that nonsense. He has to score goals. What do you think about Romelu Lukaku's performance? He was non-existent. He didn't do a single thing. My thing is this. We've said now, okay, we bought this guy £97 million because he knows the league. That's what we said. He knows the league. He's going to show us something. He's going to do something. Do you know what I mean? He's going to get us goals. He's the reason why we can potentially challenge for the title because we have this world-class striker he himself calls himself world-class that he's on Kane's level he's on Lewandowski's level um, Benzema's level that's what he said okay we bought him and he started scoring then he stopped right he stopped scoring he then <clears throat> gave us some average performances then he got injured he then came back now and we can see in the Bundesliga Haaland came back seven minutes and he's scoring Mm. Romelu Lukaku has not got it in his locker I'm so sorry but today 45 minutes you come and you show us what you're on even the Watford game that we had there ZH's goal um, the second goal that he scored right his, his positioning you'd expect that from Lukaku he wasn't there today all the crosses that were going into the box Lukaku was not there he wasn't reaching any of it he's just not moving he's like when we play we're less fluid. Like, you could see the, the performance we dropped. Like, we didn't look like scoring at all. 
And that's bad when you spend £97 million on a supposed world-class striker. Uh-huh. Someone that's played in the, in the Premier League under Chelsea, under Everton, under United. He's been here most of his, like, football career. And you'd expect, you'd expect that he'd, like, be able to adapt. Well, like Carell like said, one second, one second, one second, one second. Like you said, Carell, last episode, you said when you get a world class player, like for example, Messi, you're able to bring out the back. You don't need a whole season to adapt to a league. Lukaku has been in the season, um, has been in this league, sorry, for how many years? And he's not adapting. Yeah, but the problem is, right, this is this is where like the Lukaku disparity comes with, like yeah. where I am. I, I, I agree with what you say with his performance today. I think he didn't offer enough, but I didn't feel like the team offered him enough as well. There's no, Why? There's no exchange. I think it's both, though. But wait, let me, let me go with this. Let me go with this, right? So you've mentioned he knows the league. He's been in the league. You expect X, Y, and Z from him because he played for Everton, mm-hmm. West Brom, United, and now Chelsea fully in the Prem. You've got to remember, right? His best years in the Prem, his best seasons in the Prem, have been playing a certain... Uh, playing in a certain way in a certain style in terms of being able to face the goal and get out get in behind get the ball make things happen right mm-hmm. the time you saw him at his worst was at United and how were they using him exactly how we're using him now exactly how we're using him now they just send the ball up to him and say alright go and hold it see what can happen listen we know the guy's first touch is not good he's not the most like technically astute player but Yet we're sending these like hopeful long balls, expecting to just bring them down and do what with it. When Kai's on the pitch, when Kai's on the pitch, you want to play football. When he's on the pitch, when he's on the pitch, you want to play like Burnley. It don't make sense. But he why is that? Why is it with him? Because even because Werner, it's, it's the same wait, wait, wait. reason. It's the yeah, same reason. It's the same reason you ask the question: Why did they do it to Tammy when he was here? Yes, they're tall. They're six foot four, six foot five. But then, in no way, target men. They might be strong but they're not target men. You send the ball to Tammy Long, he's not going to hold the ball up. You send it up to Lukaku, he might do it 50% of the time, but you play to strike his strength. Bad. Why do you think Tammy was scoring Sorry. at the start of the season when he was able to get in behind um, in Lampard's first season? He was getting in behind, he was finishing. The moment we started telling him to play back to goal half more than half of the time, he stopped scoring goals. It's not a coincidence. I'm sorry, that means, but that means how could you not play back to goal? This, that's not a, this that's is, not a Lukaku. No, because this is this is this is Chelsea, yeah. This is how we've been playing. If Werner can, Werner is so fucking shit. If he can do it, if Habits can do it, but we why don't can't play this the same way when yeah. they're on the pitch? Yeah. That's the point I'm making. Why is that? that? Why think, is that? Because. You see a big striker, you tend to use them as a big striker. I'm a tall guy. I've played as a striker before. I'm not I'm not a target. My style of play was not a target, man. But <laughs> and they just assume you're really good at heading, you're really good at it, like all the physical parts of the game. No, sometimes So you don't think that the manager the is saying the to them to spam crosses in to Lukaku? Because I think I they're being told to do that. You look I like they're being told to use him as a bagsman, like to use him as a flipping pillar and spam in crosses to him and he'll be there to head it in when he does not have He's the capacity to do so. He's the thing is, you not the both. It is both. It's the Jesus fact that one, the, the way they're playing doesn't, doesn't work for Lukaku because they they play worse when he's on. They're not they're not doing proper build up play anymore. But it's also the fact that he himself is very stiff. He's there's no movement. But I personally just I've never seen Lukaku play well as a sub. He seems like one of those players that need to start 
and get yeah. a switch of the game. We had, we had right, 45 because, minutes. Can I, can I just make one point? Can I make one point? Oh, go on. Lukaku and Havertz are the same size in, like, height. So it's a thing where this system won us the Champions League. But this system needed a goal scorer. We went out to get a goal scorer. It could be possible that this goal scorer doesn't fit our system. Lukaku doesn't. doesn't is a big possibility. It's very early, but there's a big possibility that he doesn't fit our system. One of how fit he is, <clears throat> always get chances. Same SB. as same as Havertz. Yeah, go on. Bro. SB, I agree with you on that. No, that he doesn't fit our current system, and that's what I was, um, that's what I've been trying to say. Is like we're at a crossroads now. With it's very early, but we need to establish this now. Yeah. Do we change the tweak the system to enhance what Lukaku can do? <laughs> Or is he going to be forced? We have or, to. We, yeah. No. Wait, no, we wait, have to. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The question I'm asking is, it's not, it's not to you guys. I'm saying as a, as a team from Tuchel's end, right? Because what I'm seeing at the moment is you've got the striker, you don't know what to do with him. So your answer is just have him on the pitch and see what happens, right? But the question is, one or two things has to happen, right? Either they, the system gets tweaked to enhance the Kaku's abilities and do... Do like get the best out of him in terms of you know the goals and all that stuff, right? Or you make him another cog in the system. And I feel like even at this stage, we're like three months into the season, neither decision has been made. So yeah. either he has to adapt to the system, that means being benched for a little bit or working on certain attributes to get to the level of being as fluid as the rest of the guys that play in that nine position when they play, or he tweaks the system for the rest of the team. And keeps him in and and expects then all the goals to come. We can't I have think it has to be tweaked because I we think don't have the that. players to play in a I think if we had all of our players fit, we could do our system and miss out on Lukaku. And also we have tried that system and it's it's not really working because there was a reason we had to buy Lukaku. Because we don't score it, like we from our, our our system, we're not scoring regardless. So we may as well adapt to his system now because clearly it's not working. But can I just say? Can I, can I pose a question? Would you say right? Obviously, we don't. Okay, we've scored enough goals without Lukaku this season, isn't it? But would you not have said that like? Obviously, going into the summer, like we were like, oh, Werner's this and that. Like we need a striker in it. Yeah. But do you not feel like? I look back at it and think maybe we needed a player who has a bit more of an X factor, someone that can do something magical to Either win way. us the game. Strikers don't do that. Strikers finish chances that they're given most most, most of them. There's rarely a striker in the world that you're going to see that's like mm. creating his own goals and making things happen out of nothing. It's usually wingers, tens, midfielders. I feel like that was the priority because I felt like we were too functional and we could probably get away with having a Havertz up front for a season with a hold on a second because when I was saying let's just get a winger, let's just get a Sancho, let's just get a Grealish and deal with Havertz up front, people were coming for my neck. I said a Danny Ings, a Danny Ings stopped that before getting Harlem, but you know, I'm sorry, but we're in this situation now, Carol. Yeah, we're here now. I agree with you. We we have a 97 million pound striker who is 28 years old. So we're not even going to make profit if we try to sell him. It's only a loss. The club no. have to have try to check, yeah. and make him score. But it is evident now that Lukaku's profile of striker does not fit our team 
best, but he needs yeah, and, because and what I want to say to that is though is like this was a discussion we had in the summer, in it, and I feel like there's a few of us in our chat where like they're like I guess quote unquote the hipsters and watch other leagues uh, from what from what people say, but like we were talking about Lukaku, we said he benefited from the system that Conte gave him. Yeah. That's true. Um, the system at Belgium is like he was playing for a club and country that revolves around him. Like they've got Belgium have KDB, Hazard, all these guys, but the system revolves around Lukaku and his strength because he's the one that's going to get them the goals at the end of the day. When you come into a system, and it would be the same as someone going to play for Liverpool, for example, right? Where you see when Liverpool they they, they signed Canate this summer, they've signed like Fabinho in the past, Robertson, and they've sat on the bench. Why? Because they want them to learn this specific system. It doesn't matter who you are. You're going to play the way that we play. Yes. And with Lukaku, <clears throat> there's no, there's not been any of that. It's kind of just been a let's let's see. But that's I'm, so, I'm so, that I'm so sorry. We sign. It's annoying. We have no system or organization. We don't I'm even so have so recruitment. The, our recruitment doesn't make sense. It seems like we just go for the biggest, shiniest prize. That is, we always go for the most obvious signing. It's never like a nice little low key signing of a player that you don't you've not heard for, and then we like training him up and becomes a star like Leicester or something like that. We always just buy the most obvious person and then with a mad price tag for no reason. And then they have mad agendas on them and high pressure as well. So everybody's expecting them to cook and then they don't do anything. And then they come here and everyone's like, yeah, they don't really suit the system. Like, but who fucking does suit our system? Maybe our, maybe our system shit. Maybe no, we- our, no. system, our system doesn't allow for superstar players because superstar players have certain requirements. Our system is built for, like you said, Team. the smart signings are the ones that are not, maybe not at a, they're, they're at a good level, maybe even a high level, but not at the elite level where they have to make cer- certain requirements. For that. You think if Lewandowski or Haaland came in, they could have just came and banged? No, nah, you would, would have had to tweak the system to suit them. Like, is, no, no, can, can I just you say, can put any striker in the system, I promise you, most strikers in the world, you put them in the system that are at the elite level and we don't tweak anything and we play the exact same way, they would suffer the same way. The numbers will not be the same. So, can let me just say this. To change our system to... I actually disagree, oh. man. Let me just say this. Right. Right. Yeah. With everything that you said, right? Yeah. Everything that you said, this team is shit. Let's just get it right. This team is shit. However, however, this team had won the Champions League, right? In, right. in the run-up to that Champions League, when Tuchel came in, we had Liverpool, we had City, we had this team, we had that team, and we completely tore these teams apart. Even if, even though we were winning 1-0, so it's not like, it's not it's not bare exciting. Everybody has a has a, has a part. Everybody has a, there's a cog in the wheel or whatever the thing hey. is, yeah? Everybody hey. was doing their thing. One second. This, yeah, this system... For these players, because all the time we're saying maybe switching back for we don't know how Christians are really know we're being back for this system works, okay? That's the thing, that's that's the end goal. It works. So when you're buying players, you need to buy them that fit the system. Lukaku is now 28 years old and he needs to learn that you know what? Fucking hell, I'm just gonna have to do what is right for the system. We cannot change the system to now fit him. Because this is not the way we've been playing. Okay, We're so not that, trying right, to... I want to I wanna ask Kate. Well, can I say this? Can I say this? Right, let, let, me, let me just retort her point and then uh, I'll leave it up to everyone to speak afterwards, right? So one, I don't believe the winning the Champions League in any season, whatever team it is, is a good measuring stick for 
No, how and I've said literally the lineup as well. Like we're beating these big teams in the run out. Champions League. But that's not about this season. No, but what I'm trying to say is right, I'm saying you don't use it as a measuring stick because look, the last time we won the Champions League, we finished sixth in the league or fifth or wherever yeah. we ended up finishing. That's not a great measuring stick for saying what are you going to do over a 38 game season. The second part, no, of that I'm is, not saying the, that. No, no, but what I'm getting to is it, yeah, is the fact that this system, like I was saying before, and you you keep saying he's 28, he's 97 million, he's this. That's the that's part of the problem. Like it's easier, as you can see, we've got like a younger team. Forget the, the like centre backs, for example, right. Forward of the centre backs, we pretty much have quite a young team, and with that, you can mould them into whatever player you want. Like Mason Mount, if 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 we wanted to train him up, you would make him a double. You can make him a double six. You can make him a left midfielder. You can make him a ten. You can do that with younger players. When you've got an established star, he's been playing a certain way for ten plus years, right? At at the top level, it's different. Like the, I don't want to say the adjustment, but. You have to either accommodate for a superstar or not have him and have a, a system player instead. And I feel like that's where I agree with Fumi and said the recruitment is, is a bit crazy because it's like we brought him in because he was a name, because it was a narrative of he's coming home. We he, he, The fans will love it. You know, we can do the Jay-Z video. We can do all this stuff, right? But where was the substance behind it? What was the plan going forward? Was it a, was it a club decision, no. decision? Did he want someone else? Or did the club just want a name? Because you we know we know care about shirt sales, right? Was, was we know that Tuchel wanted Haaland. He wanted Haaland. He wanted Hakimi. We got these people. Let's be honest. However, what we all said last season is if we have a world-class striker, the chances that Werner's missing, chances that Havertz is not converting, they will do it. However, we now have a supposed world-class striker and he's not doing what we thought he would be doing. Yeah, but I was and this system, to be honest, it, it I think it often like as much as I've been getting onto Kai recently, but like now seeing how well he's been playing and seeing parts of last season, maybe the system works better without like a out and out nine. Maybe you need those kind of fluid, interchangeable players that can go into different pockets and, and make things happen and link up here you and do. there. As you saw in the first half, Kai Kai was coming deep, setting it short, running in behind down the channel. In the Watford game, I've seen him even dribbling out from like in his own half, trying, trying yeah. to make sure that maybe that's the do that the system doesn't benefit a nine. And mm-hmm. everyone gets an excuses, that's why. Huh? Why can't Lukaku do that? Everyone gets Lukaku excuses, man. I can't lie, yeah. Don't get me wrong, and I'm not cool. This system doesn't benefit Lukaku, but don't get it twisted. This system does not benefit Werner. No, no, no. Yeah, this system is not exactly for Werner. It's not exactly for Kai either. But the, at the end of the day, like Kai is managing, but Werner's just unfortunate because he just misses. But this system, at the end of the day, Lukaku just has to kind of get on with it, in my opinion, because no one's not, no one's trying to give them an excuses. So I'm not trying to hear it for Werner, um, Lukaku either. He's, can we just say that the, the problem that Werner has with the system isn't the same problem that Lukaku and... Uh, yeah, no, but and... this is the thing. There's so, many, there's so many situations where I'm like, if you actually play to... Werner Strimps, which we actually don't, in my opinion, anyways, you will see a different. Of oh, course, cool. I can't even say the same thing now because he's low in confidence. Don't even play to Lukaku's strengths, and he's it's, a prolific. Well, for me, this is my point. For me, for me, this is my point. We never played to these man strengths. Everyone was just saying, "Oh, excuses, excuses." Now it's Lukaku. All of a sudden, I'm just hearing the excuses left, right, and center. Fam, just keep the same energy, like really and truly. In this system, you said it earlier on the space for me. This system, what? Who does it suit? 
everyone's just managing. But why does one person get to have the bare excuses and, and the other one doesn't? KB, you're right. That you're would right, be would be okay if, if Werner's issue wasn't Werner has issues with basic football. That's why people think he's shit. It's not they don't think that is something that could be affected by a changing system. Because what, even when we play like teams that benefit Werner, he's still shit. It's he's not, still, he can't do the basics like have a good it's first about... touch. And we're not gonna make exactly. this about because Werner now. I'm not doing no, I'm just saying stop the excuses because I can't lie to you. No it's one not, had this energy for no one else. No, because it's not no, the I'm talking about the in general. KB, it the problem is, the problem is, is what you're saying, KB, is, right? Vern, if you're forgetting, Vern, when he came, I'm not making it about Vern, this is about the system, right, and how we play. He came under Lampard, whatever. Lampard did everything to try and put him in the right position, left wing, up front, try try and get goals out of him, right? By the time Tuchel came, Tuchel came yeah, and the way my man's been finishing this whole calendar year, do you think we're going to make a system to benefit a player who... All right, Corral. As convert. I said already, Corral. And Corral. also, Werner's had Corral. a chance Corral. for a year and a half. Hear me out. Corral, hear me out. Corral, I said with Werner, cool. He's just missing her. But I'm just saying, in general, this 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 system doesn't actually suit a lot of our players. So I'm not trying to hear an excuse for one player, but really and truly, this system doesn't even suit someone like Ziyech. So, bro, like, it didn't even suit James at one point until Tisha changed things. It doesn't suit most yeah, of our so players. Okay, so what? He saw it wasn't working for certain players and he tweaked it. That's the discussion we're having now, bro. So what is your point? You well, literally just KB's point is that we need to stop doing these I'm excuses. Just, my point, my That's point, what he's my saying. Point is, my point no, is that not everyone gets the same excuses. He literally used James as an example and James got the benefit of having the system change. It's not, for me, it's not Werner Prop. This system doesn't actually suit most of our players and they get to I said that. It doesn't seem like I'm, I'm not trying to hear excuses. But Werner's not included in any of okay. that. He's just shit. All right, cool. Forget, same... For me, forget Werner. It doesn't suit most of our players. Anyway, you think this system actually suits yeah. Kai like that? Kai is managing right now. Uh, yeah, um, what's your point? I, I know it I doesn't suit it, most I, of our I players. Think, I think point? it suits Kai, but it doesn't suit Mason. It doesn't yeah, suit Yeah, man, I just get on with it. And they make it work. That's what KB's trying to say. Like, Mountain, that he's having to do more, like, Oh, I'm saying is yeah. unfortunately, bro, try and do more like because the rest are just managing right now. Yeah, but that's yeah, what I'm saying because he but it comes with a style of play, like at least with the other guys, right? You, you mentioned Kai, you mentioned Ziyech, right? It play the at least when they're on the pitch, they we play in a in a way that they can actually work within that system. The argument that I have with, with Lukaku is listen, I would understand fully, right, if they were trying to play football with him and he's not he's not like he's not on par and he's not doing his thing. Sending the ball long to him repeatedly for no apparent reason, other than the fact that it seems that you're even too lazy to try and play through the thirds and you're just trying to cheat your way up the pitch, is not a conducive way to say, well, just work within the system because that's not the system we play. We're changing it in the middle of a game just to go long. And it suit and in a game like this against West Ham, it suits those three centre backs, Issa Diop, Zuma, and Craig Dawson. They live and breathe those kind of duels. They live and breathe that. So that's why it's even just more annoying that we he had to come on and play in that certain way. But yes, he can offer more. And I'm not arguing that. But please, I think like... For me, Karal, for me, yeah, I think with the Lukaku thing, it's one of the ones where it's not even been like, correct me if I'm wrong, it's not even been 20 games. I'm, I'm already hearing excuses. Whereas, no, people are already giving excuses for him when 
It just wasn't the same for everyone else, and that's just it my was, point. It was, it was. It was for Werner. I was trying to suggest Werner didn't get excuses. That's a lie. No, 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 no. With, with no, no, with Werner, with Werner, yeah, I can't lie to you. With Werner, it's one of those oh, where it's just like I'm not even trying to make about him. We were just talking about him just being shit finishing. I'm just talking about in terms of how he needs to play. The way everyone's, it's just come so way too early for Lukaku. That. Yeah, I agree. I'm sorry, I, bro. I, 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 I did, did want to say it's been way too early because. Just because of the thing I was saying before about he's not, he, I never see him do anything from a sub point. Like, and he's so it's we're going off of seven starts, but just I've just been showed the stats and still three goals and seven starts still wouldn't be good enough. And I think just because of his price, but I just I don't want to be too reactionary on him because we have no alternative. If it you, if we can't make get something out of him, then who are we going to get something you out? Know, of? You know what it is, we're we're finished, yeah. we're you know, you see. Going back to the whole thing, I said one thing is that as, as shameless as this sounds, as people don't want to hear it, the thing with Timo, his movement is so good that it doesn't matter who, who, who once that came out, it doesn't matter who he plays with, he'll always get goals. And when Lukaku came in, I That's said... That's a lie. That's a stone-cold lie. No, no, no. One, one sec, no, no. He will get goals over the six. He'll get chances, You know what I mean, man? So I'm thinking when Lukaku came in, yeah, is it was always going to be a worry. Like, I've been saying we have a creativity issue. Like, obviously now... Cho are not playing. It, it's a bit peaking. Obviously, Cho didn't play, which I feel like he should have when he came on. Um, but I'm just saying, like, one thing I've always said: once Lukaku comes in, it's going to be another issue. Like, that's what I'm just thinking. We, we may, as a fan base, we may need to wait till February until something actually starts scaring with him because it's just tight right now. It's actually when, just. When you say we have to wait till February, who, who are you talking about? Sorry, Kai Havertz. No, like, no, no, no. I'm talking about with. I'm talking about Lukaku. Um, Tisha finding a way. It's gonna take some time because I can't like it's deep. It's December now. It's SP is actually December, bro. December, but remember he missed those games for our injury, and that's you know it's like the whole of November. You you know what? There's a there's gonna be an issue now because Chihuahua is injured, and we played mm. our best football when Chihuahua reshaped was on the flank, up and down, tucking into midfield, and we did not have Lukaku during this time. Now Chihuahua's injured. Lukaku's back in the team, and Tuchel literally needs to find a way of making him fire and score goals and fast because if Lukaku is not scoring goals it is a massive problem not just because we want to win the title but because we pay 97 million pounds for this guy and he actually can't afford to be a flop he was supposed to come I back think, to I think you know you know so you see with Lukaku is one of the ones where I correct me if I'm wrong again if Lukaku doesn't score what was he what else is he doing yeah I yeah. just want a genuine question <laughs> genuine that's question. the thing he's, he's doing not doing enough that, that I think that's the worst thing. Like, if my striker, if my striker ain't scoring, yeah, cool. But if you're not, if you're just actually not doing anything after that, hey, it's not it, man. It's not because it. it. When you look at um the Watford game, you look at today's first half, right? Kai didn't score, but he's influencing the game. Bernard doesn't fucking score, but he's influencing the game. ZH will come and do whatever. He's influencing the game. Lukaku doesn't do anything. If he doesn't score. He doesn't score. He's not been scoring. So what is he doing? I'm just going to move this topic from Lukaku briefly. And I'm just going to ask, is the title challenge, is it done? Today, before this pod started, before we even ran this pod, I was watching Liverpool's game. And in the 94th minute, Origi went and scored a winner that put Liverpool above us. Man City are currently winning. So now we're third in the league. So what is is this how race over? Still it's done. It? It's done, but SB, not because of today. 
It's done because right. I can't see us winning all of our next games. SP, you know my thoughts already, bro. I showed you Liverpool, in my opinion, will win the league. If they don't, cool. But I, I never count us in, in terms of winning the league. There's so many issues Chelsea have in terms of, like, different player profiles, um, yeah. not knowing how to play with this, this and that. Like, all it takes is, I said already, if Chelsea's not playing, you see the difference. Fair enough, and mm. I spoke about the Jorginho thing, but Corral made a good point about he doesn't really get injured. Um, our squad depth ain't really depth thing like that because like if one person comes out we're just missing that factor I just never had and also I can't, I feel like people underestimated Liverpool and City you know, which was so 100%. annoying yeah, that's people underestimated Liverpool badly I feel like people like this is the same Liverpool and City yeah, from 2017 they've both reached over 90 plus points twice and these are the and these are the, it's literally similar squads and these are the same man like we're underestimating like, well, yeah, I but, KB, but people in general Maybe I was saying this to you earlier about like when we think about let's be realistic, right? In August, uh, July, August, yeah, when we're going into the season, we just signed Lukaku at the start of the season, right? So we're looking at him, we're going City, and what what helped our thoughts of us winning the league is them losing to Tottenham on the first day, right? Because they thought, oh, maybe this is not the, the same City. Jack Grealish might mess things up a little bit. So we were relying on Liverpool and City to decline, and our slight improvement to take us up above them. Now that we've seen that there's still levels, I'm happy to admit and accept that third place is for us. Third is and the best we can do. Come out, come out. Can I say it. something, yeah? Carl, I hear what you're saying, but do you know why I never thought of that, yeah? Because at the end of the day, Liverpool still finished third last season, yeah? There were times... We were, bro, when we needed to, like, get top five, I know we got... At the end of the day, we got it, but, bro, we still lost to Aston Villa, bro. Like, from, there were so many signs, even from last season, like, I'm thinking, mm. me- mentally-wise, I can't really see Chelsea going on that 10-15 game win. I'm talking about winning streak, bro. Yes, but, KB, you've got to remember, yeah, with that is, bro, the Champions League final is coming up after that game. I knew nah, come- before we played Villa, I knew before we played Villa we were going to lose that game. Because there's, there's one thing, you, when it comes to footballers, yeah, bro, when there's a big game coming up that's after that, the biggest game of their lives, Bro, they're going to tank that game beforehand just because nobody wants to get injured. Yeah. Nobody, mm. nobody, nobody wants to get injured. So they were going to play at like 70%, 60% and hope it was enough to take them over the line. Thank God for Gareth Bale. I thought I'd never say that. And he, he bailed us out basically. But you know what I mean? Like the, the Champions League was way more important to them than finishing fourth. And that's as, oh. as, as far as it goes. Like they, so. Yeah. I won't lie. For me, I personally thought, you know what, we just come off winning the Champions League. We're going to get a world-class striker because that's what they were saying. They, we need a striker. The person, who whoever we get, is going to fit this team. We're going to win the league because we just have that momentum. We're, we're signing this player, we're signing that player. Something is going to happen. But obviously, we, we've been proven wrong. That first game of the season, I remember speaking to Ope and I was like, because me and Ope was at the game and I was like, hold on a second, what's going on? This is not, even though we won the game against Palace, we didn't play well. We were just very lucky lucky that Pal- um, Palace was shit. Like, we didn't really look like scoring. We didn't, like, our defenders from them were scoring goals. And obviously, throughout the whole season so far, our defenders were bailing us out and scoring goals. Set pieces, this, that. You can't always rely on defenders and that's what we've been doing. And Fade, you know what people tell Fade, you know what people yeah. tell you as well? People will tell you that oh we didn't have a first eleven. But that's also one of the reasons why 
Adin counts out because when we make those changes, it's not a, it's not it, bro. It's actually not it. Mm. And Timmy even made like a good point in that space earlier that especially coming on to like when, we, when we're in the competition, we're playing UCLs, coming back from a club world cup, there's going to be a hell of rotations. Hell of yeah. rotations. But do you know what it is as well? Like, I think people have this like, I guess football manager slash like FIFA career mode view of football mm. where it's like you add one player that's really good and it takes you to the top. And really and truly, this season as a whole has kind of shown everyone that it's not exactly that. Like Ronaldo went to United, Messi went to PSG, Lukaku's come here. And you just know, like, football doesn't just translate easily. There's many factors as to why that player performs the way they do wherever Mm. they are at the time. And when they move, even the slight, like, the, the changing system, the changing, like, personnel or the chemistry like all that stuff comes into play as to why that a team can perform to its optimal level and could we say we could be still in the same position with or without Lukaku probably because I mean his goals took us over the, the the top when it came to Villa but he hasn't won us any games yet which is I feel like apart from Zenit in the Champions League but we haven't felt that feeling of like oh that 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 one player that we signed is going to take us above the other two teams that are level and have like, uh, and let's be real, we're in the first calendar year of Tuchel. Like we're competing against two sides that have had managers for five, six years who have built their teams from the ground up that every single player in the squad knows exactly what they're doing at any given time. And they've had time to do transfers and do this and do that. We were never going to, com- we were never going to be able to complete compete unless something seriously went wrong on that side. They would have needed like, couple ACL injuries on both teams to to make sure that we could finish above them. But they're the levels that they are. And if we're close enough, I said less than 10 points away from the top, at the end of the season, I can't complain as long as we've got silverware. Yeah, I think at the beginning of the season, I think we was all optimistic after winning the Champions League. It was like, yeah, this team's young, able to compete and we should push for the league title. But it's like, now where we're at, we need to remember that we haven't really fought for the league since we last won it, which was in 2017. City and Liverpool have set a standard that that is hard to to match. And our team, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to make it on, on reflection now. Obviously, it's still early and anything could happen in the Premier League. You can never count us out, but we're definitely third favourites for the league behind City and Liverpool. This winter period will be damning and it will really show us because we could be out of it by January. I saw it last season, like last season we was top before December. By January we was And like, we've got AFCON to think of. Yeah, well. AFCON with Mendy going. Club World Cup in you February. Mendy right now. <laughs> Club World Cup in February. It's just a lot of variables. Obviously, I'm not saying Chelsea cannot win the league title but we're definitely not favourites and it's going to be hard. It will it will depend on us going on a run because I can see Man City going on a run. They just scored a second goal literally right now. It looks like they're going to go on a run. Liverpool, they know how to win league titles. These players, except for Azpilicueta, I don't think any of them... And Alonso. SB, it's, it's the fact that Liverpool... You see, like, the what... You see what... um. Liverpool just went through in it like them when they've been in these moments countless of times like they know what yeah. to do bro like, I was even speaking to Carl earlier you see like like you know when we're drawing like do you mind feel like the players no. are serious just get that second goal I like, never like, feel like we're gonna win when we, we've conceded 
Uh, when we so, were at 1-1, one, one, I was very, very shocked when um, Mount scored that goal. And then when we, it was 2-2, two, two, to me, the game was done. Yeah, like, I think... I think it was even 2-1. You, you had a feeling that we might lose that. Like, I think you even said it. Yeah, no, you just say it. You know what it is, though? Like, as a fan base, look, listen, we've been in, like, the last few years, maybe since Conte's second season, we've been in this, like, middle area of, like, around fourth, fifth, fighting for that, those positions to, like, stay, keep in the Champions League. So let's just be happy that in one season... We're pushing a little bit, yeah. And then next and season, let's have real expectations. You know what it is? I'm not even pissed off in it. As I said, I never expected the league whatsoever. Like people always said that, oh, KB, you're doing damage control. It's just not that. When I, I just me, I just over deep. I was that deep in everything. I'm just thinking, nah, like I don't think so. But next season, true. like yeah, like, and this is the thing. Like people think I'm being negative. It's not even that. There's times I've called people. People, there's times when I've said, okay, people might be overdoing it, but I can't like when you actually deep everything, deep all the variables. If you consider injuries, if you consider squad depth, if you consider like mentality wise, we're actually far off. And I feel like people underestimate Liverpool and City so much. Like at one point, them two, like bar from last season with obviously Liverpool's injuries, they were like top two, top three teams in the world, and they still got the similar players. Like, so just because we won the UCL, which is tournament football, completely different from a 38 game season. It doesn't now mean, oh, yeah, we can do this, like. <laughs> but, man, who knows, man. Right. If we right. win it, think... I'll put my hands up. But... Oh, sorry, go on. I also think, like, what I was saying at the start of the season, we were talking about transfers and everything, is we still were still lacking in our depth. Because when you look at it, Rich James, if he, God forbid, I actually would be could touch wood and, touch wood and everything, yeah? If he gets injured, other than Man City, by the way, no other team does like this whole attitude. You guys have to stop. Of oh, we don't have this player, buy 10,000 players. We need to make our players play better. Like, I think right no, from now on, it's on the manager. You have to instill something into these players to carry them to the end of the season so that we're he's done that, he's done that. He had to show done that. Well, you have to look at it. You have to do it every day, man. It's a it's a long it's a marathon. Like for me, yeah. No, what I was gonna say to you is that you know, like you're you're saying about like ten thousand players and like signing all these players. I don't think that's the issue. We have depth. Don't get us wrong. We have depth. We have enough players and we have capable footballers. Like they're all at least decent, isn't it? The problem is, is that like it's not the right kind of depth. Like we need. So, for example, like, if Jorginho goes out, right, there needs to be, like, a similar Jorginho in the backup. There needs to be a similar mm. Chilwell in the backup. There needs to be a similar Reese James in the backup. Yeah. We can't just have, like, these great players in the eleven, and then completely different types of yeah. players in the second. In the second. You, know, you get what I'm coming from? Uh, so, like, like, for, like deeper, but that's yeah. something that takes time, in it? Because you can't just fix that all in one window. Like, I'm sure yeah. slowly, but... Slowly but surely, yeah, it's two shows long term. We'll see players yeah, go but out. People want us to wave a magic wand and buy 50 players, though. That's not no, but it was, it's not, it was it's a not... thing where look at the transfer. We, who did we get? We just got Lukaku and was it Saul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was it, right? I was saying we need ah. a right wing back. That was it. How we would get that a right help the situation? It would help the situation because 
That's not was, where, where we, we right at this, um, during the season where we're not probably the only on place we don't Kelly. have an issue. That's where someone's excelling. No, we like, do no. have an issue because if 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 we shame was to get into them, we don't finish. have the issue now. So why are we even talking about? Yeah, this? but it's possible that we could have. Yeah, I, no, yeah. I would have even been a problem because Reese James wouldn't have had as good as the season that he would be having now, so it'd have just been pointless. But no, this because when he thing. wasn't I've playing, been, we had to rely on Aston Laquita and, we, and um, Callum. That still affects what, us majorly. I fully hear what you're saying with the the depth thing, and we need like for like depth, and that's where the problem is. This is a problem of Chelsea sacking managers because this squad still has about three or four different managers players in one squad. So I hear your point, but it will take. Long term from the club, hopefully the club don't go and sack Tuchel if you have a horrible season. Tuchel needs to stay at this club for three or four years and bring players that he believes that will be good depth. Because if we now go and buy one next German brother and then Tuchel sacked by what let's say May, then the next manager comes in and doesn't favour this German player. That's why that's how we end up with Deadwood. But that's that's been us for a while now. Like we're just so you much. See, that's what we never get the reason why we. We just get shiny players because we don't. Mm. We, we you can't buy players that are specific for a certain style of play because you don't even know how long. The, that's why I was even surprised that last summer we invested so much under Lampard. Because I was thinking, do you not really see him as a long term option? Like where you're going to develop all these guys, even if they turn out to be good or shit, like some players have been. But do you believe in this guy that much that you're going to pump all this money in? And then if you sack him halfway through the season, which they did, a manager's going to have to pick it up and go. I don't know what to do with some of these guys. I don't like them. So, where do you um, go? And it's a cycle. It's a cycle. He's at, Tisha's actually got a tough job on his hands, man. It's actually like, it's actually a peak, man. It's true because when you look at it, all these, like I said at the start, yeah, of this pod, all these players, we wanted them out. You have to remember why we wanted them out. There's only so much that this guy can do. He's not a miracle worker. Please, he's not Jesus Christ. We've seen, we've seen everything. Rudiger has shown us how he is. Christensen, although he's improved, he's shown us, you know what I mean? Um, Alonso, he has shown us. These people have shown us. They're not good, man. Chris no. is good, don't get me wrong. But like, come on. We want them out for any, a reason. I do think that Tusha will stay for a long time only because like, I feel like even, I think Chelsea, the board know that in terms of managers out there, there's not really many yeah. popping like that right now. So, um, but I feel like with Tuchel and I feel like obviously everyone talks about backups but I, why not buy players who can actually challenge for that number one spot in that position so you, you've constantly got people working for the spot it's a bit like obviously we kind of have it up front everyone knows that if you don't perform well you can get dropped but why not bring someone in that can challenge James why not bring someone in that can challenge someone like um, a Chilwell or even a midfield to an extent because everyone wants, everyone wants to see his squad there, but then straight away you're talking about backups. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure City have a lot of players that if we don't do well, whether that's at right back, maybe not left back so much, in the midfield, like, if you don't do your thing, you, you will just get dropped straight away. Yeah. You can't, like, if, like, we've seen Jorginho, he didn't, even though he's injured, we can't even rest him. And Silver, he probably knows he's undroppable as well. That yeah, Silver as well. We saw that's, that's like, a good point, uh, KB. I feel like we weren't playing him and look. I like the, players, the, players, the players that are undroppable, I feel like they know they're undroppable. Of course they know. And that's never a good thing. You should never be it's, that no, but comfy. Is there a player in one football that can put Jorginho on our bench? That's what I'm saying. It's not a good thing. No, like, I, SP, I'm not saying one should be that comfortable. 
SP, I'm not saying fully put him on the bench, but like give him like a oh shit, I need to be on my toes kind of thing. And no, but think, we can't do that because there's no one. Yeah, we need. So what do you say? You, what like name a player you think is capable of like doing that? Like, I know there's Dion at Barca, maybe Billy Gilmore when he comes back. But, uh, I, I was gonna be a pity and start talking, but I'm not a scout thing in it. But um. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be real, there's not many good players like Jorginho's role, the way he is, there's not many like, there's actually not many it's, ah, oh, it's tight yeah, but the thing Chelsea mm. lost and we're all we're all fuming, we're third in the Premier League I'm not fuming, I'm happy but um, what? SB, SB yeah. to be fair yeah, SB, do you think it's safe to say that Kovacic knows that if he doesn't perform, Loftus-Cheek can slightly do something, so it's like and obviously Kovacic is way better than Loftus-Cheek, but even as someone like Loftus Sheik, Kovacic knows that because they're quite similar profiles to an extent, if Kovacic doesn't do his thing, then Loftus Sheik, Loftus Sheik is there. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, Carl. Under Lampard, Chilwell was starting to get complacent and his performances dropped because he knew every week he's going to start no matter what he does. And then under Tuchel, mm. he went on the bench, Alonso started, and then when Chile learned the role, he earned his place in the team. But Chile knew that if I don't perform, Marcus Alonso will bench me. So I fully understand what you're saying. It's just unfortunate right now. There's probably not a player that we can sign that will be content. We're playing Jorginho's role, but from the bench consistently. I, I just hope the need a backup. I just hope the board wakes up because I blame them. Like it's totally their fault. This is their mess. I agree and as if, well. And if you want if you want two shirts to stay for a long time, trust him. And as I said already, there's gonna be one big player that's gonna have to go. Of course. Like, and Werner it's Werner. Is going. Yeah. I don't even count Werner as that. I'll be so real. So when you say big player, well, who do you mean? Kai Havertz? God forbid. Lukaku can leave if, if that means... <laughs> um, it might, it, you, he knows. You might even see a ZH and Werner go at this rate. Uh, yeah, that would be, that be yeah. Them two need to leave. But I'm not, I'm not letting... I hope, it's Pul- I hope it's Werner and Pulisic. Oh, I, I Pulisic is oh, not... Yeah. They're not going to love Pulisic it. makes enough search cells to say if ever, man. Pulisic came on today and did nothing again. Hard to influence the when there's ten minutes left. To be fair, but if no, if Tisha if Tisha back is Werner stays. Tuchel hopefully gets rid of Werner, but yeah, man, we we lost this game today three two. Um, just to round up Watford briefly, we didn't play great. Saul started and got hooked, and we won the game two one. But maybe that performance and how we played led into this performance because this performance wasn't great either. But that is the end of this pod. Thank you. Right, can I just touch on something? When when sorry, sorry, when Cherry came on, he I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I think he must have. I was at the game. Yeah, Cherry. I swear, Cherry played left wing back in preseason against Arsenal, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, I can't lie. When he came on today, I know Ben wasn't doing his thing, but I can't lie. I can't see him left wing back. Like Souls, he's gonna have to try him. And Alonso picked up an injury also, so I think we'll see Saul wing back in the next few days and hopefully he's able to play well there because if he's not able to play well there then he doesn't have a Chelsea career at all <laughs> but um, um, um Callum, he will never make it never, <laughs> never make it Callum got done up a couple of times on the defence Antonio wedged him and Susuku one of their right back done him in it so it's like defensive lapses from Callum but <laughs> did you see did you see Bowen flick it over Rudiger fam hey nah. <laughs> So yeah, man, just to round up, thank you all for for watching, for listening, and make sure to follow us on all platforms and tune in to the next episode. Thank you. The full-time whistle.
Chelsea 